Time to get busy. Like we always do about this time. It's the Bigs. Here comes Stafford. And he's picked off. And it's going the distance. Eddie Jackson for the fifth time in his young career has a touchdown. You already know what time it is. It's the Bigs. A drive the other way. It's going to go. Cubs lead. Number 11 for Javi. Officially rocking with the Bigs. Tim crushes this ball. He throws the bat. The ball goes flying. It is gone. 2-0 Sox. It's us, the big. Oh, oh, my goodness, Zach get Levine. Or get out the way. Woo. You're rocking with the bigs. Right here on the Bigs Radio Network. And just like that, you are officially rocking with the bigs. I'm your man T-Time, one half of the Underground Kings of Chicago sports. Hey, man, you back down there playing footsies or something, man? <laughs> I'm hey, looking. I'm trying to see which foot was that. Hey, man, you kicked me about five <laughs> times at the the other night we was meeting with G-Dub, too, I wanted to tell you. That, that. was that Ginger Ale and, uh, and Jameson. <laughs> and don't, don't forget, Johnette was sitting right next to me. Man, I had about three or four ginger and J-Mos. And, man, I just kept feeling something like, man, is this man playing footsies or is he trying to tell me something? He was feeling himself. People, don't forget, Gene is 6'3". So his feet is across the whole. He's a stretch four. Exactly. He's a stretch four. So, yeah, I got to stay in in my square. I keep keep my feet under my chair. But, no, like you said, man, that's my player partner, T-Tom. Yes, sir. And you already know who it is on this side of the mic. Gino, a.k.a. Mama, there goes that man. Hey. <laughs> no, you guys, we got a bunch of topics to jump into. Uh, in, the, in the meantime, in between time since the last pod, all hell broke loose in the NBA, man. We, we watched Kawhi, you know, keep the NBA on notice until he made his decision, and it ended up being the, the, the second team in L.A. Not the Lakers, not the team everybody thought that he was going to go to. But the Clippers, okay? Let's start there, man. What was your thoughts on Kawhi going to the Clippers? Hey, before we get into this long-winded NBA talk I know we're going to have, because it's free agent. Packed up today, for man, sure. Man, free agency, crazy, man. But how about that home run derby last night, man? I saw a bunch of people that I know. MLB, okay. A bunch of people I know don't like baseball at all. Talking about how raw the home run. That derby was the was. first home run derby I've watched probably since the one at the cell. And what was that like? Oh five, oh four. Oh wow! 03? When they was when they was probably hit. The winner probably had seven home <laughs> yeah, runs. Yeah, yeah. It was like Brady Anderson was still juicing. Wow! Now that was special. You know that they kind of had that um, MLB the show feel because they were just firing pitches and home runs off back to back. Vlad Jr. went absolutely crazy. You look at the replays of what he did, and it's like this dude is a machine. You know, to to hit him the way he did last night was crazy. But it's also a message to people who don't think baseball players have to be in shape or any of that type of thing. It's like you, I want you to go up, go to a batting cage and swing a bat twenty five times in a row and see how with, winded you with are with all your might. We're trying to hit a home run four hundred feet out the park. Man, I went to yep. Sluggers. Y'all have been to Sluggers? They, you went to the new one. Changes. They got the new one. Not I ain't been in that one. But okay, the, I went to the old one and genuinely. I was out of breath after like we did like the full, you know, usually like six or seven balls per. Yeah. I was, whew, I was so tired after that. Cause yes. you like put your whole self into it, brother. But see, at the same time, watching it made me feel like this MLB understand. Yeah, I mean, cause the uh, the the round before the championship, Vlad Junior versus Jock. 
Uh huh. I'm like, this should be the championship round. Right. You know what I mean? It's like 40 home runs, 50 home runs between these two dudes. Hey, MLB said, oh, we understand, brother. That's why it's seven figures. <laughs> Keep on the it line. going. Yeah, it's a male on the line. And like you, and again, Pete Alonzo, the winner, who I definitely picked the champions. We I we had you. you know I, I, saw I said you. either Pete Alonzo or Vlad Jr. Those two guys are built for that. If you watch them during the year, their natural swings are built for home run derby. So, but you got to remember these guys are still on rookie contracts. That's only five only five hundred and fifty. Yeah, but compared to what major league players make, yeah, exactly. So, so a million would, dollar prize. It was all on the line. Come yesterday. on, brother. Okay. People, I see people hating on Peter Alonzo. Why was he so happy? And it's like. He just doubled his yearly salary. Are you serious? And he in won a couple the, hours. And he won the home run derby. Like, bro, people, that was man. I remember what growing up watching home run derby with like Harmon Killer Brew, and when it was in black and white. Yeah. Oh yeah, the the, the mono e mono, the one one person versus one versus you know, one know one, yeah. going oh, yeah. going gone over the left field wall. Mark that home McGuire. run derby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So just watching the essence of it and how it's. Uh, Turned up, like Ernest said, I remember back in when Wrigley Field, it was at Wrigley, and yep. Rhino won it with three home runs. And now, Ooh. like you said, you got guys like Jock Peterson and Vlad battling it out, hitting 30 home runs in a four-minute span. Exactly. And then going into OT and then having a hit-off with three swings apiece. And, and, and so that makes me want to ask you, are you okay with that format? Did you think that the best, mo- the best man won last night? Um, I do think that at the end of the day – yeah, Pete Alonzo won. Now, Vlad Jr. did have more home runs. He but put on a show. Yeah, he did, no doubt about it. But that's just the way the ball bounces. That's the way they set it up. Now, I would love for it to just go back to the old way where it was just you get 20 swings. Like, I think the 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 timing, you know, they added a timeout or two where you can, you know, get a timeout when you feel with it or whatever you need a timeout for. I That's cool, but I definitely like, I prefer the uh, just like a certain amount of swings. Yeah, but, I thought when it got to the end, I would have liked to see, you know, first person that doesn't hit a home run, you know, lose. It's that kind of thing. Okay. A swing off. But the three pitches was okay because you had to hit. You know, um, Vlad had to end up hitting two home runs out of the last three, which is at that point in the night crazy. Yeah, it was. You know, it would have it been pretty hard for Vlad to do it. But I had no problem with it, with it either, man. I actually think that this is one of the things that other sports can take from baseball. That's not usually the case. Uh, we're not usually talking about MLB having a bright idea, right. you know, but they certainly do with how they conduct their all-star festivities. You know, you think about the NBA and the dunk contest and how it's kind of faded because you can't get that high-profile player right. that they, you know, that, you know, when MJ was doing dunk contests and Vince Carter. You know, you look at the Home Run Derby, you got Vlad Jr., who everybody's just been waiting to see on this platform. Right. You know, uh, a corner from uh, from Atlanta, yeah, he, one of my favorite players. Man, he was, Bro, he's yeah. so good. crazy. Yeah, yeah he's he did. so good. His yeah. swing was like effortless, yeah. too. He was hitting that ball out the yeah. park like yeah, that. Yeah, too smooth. With people it. Down, I got people down in Atlanta that go to Braves games all the time, and they say they keep an eye on him. Oh, you got to. Yeah. Yeah, he, you got to. I think it's good right now to be a Major League Baseball fan when you got young guys like Ronald Acuna Jr., Ozzie Albies, Juan Soto, Javi Baez. Oh, yeah. El Mago, for, for you guys who don't know. Those who know. Certainly no, <laughs> but but yeah, I just think right now is a great time. I think home run derby was definitely epic last night. Shout out to Peter Alonzo and Vlad Jr. for putting on that show. Jock Peterson as well. So this is a question. You talked about this is the best time to start watching baseball. I feel like it's kind of the NBA is kind of going through the same thing where it's a generational shift, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All those classic players back in the day, like 
I think like maybe like Mike Trout now is like an elder statesman in the league. You know what uh, I'm saying? Yeah. Which is funny to think about because yeah. he's like 26. Exactly. But for folks who, you know, I think there's a lot of people who stopped watching baseball for a while. I think that maybe they, you know, locally they came back when the Cubs were, were in the World Series. But for me, this is the last two years of baseball, mostly because I'm like watching the Sox develop. It's like so fascinating because like this is the most talented group of young like players I've seen in a very long time. Right. Just across the league. No, not I just agree. Like in Chicago. I agree. It it is. It's um I don't know what the difference is. Maybe it's the like oh, did you not e- not to even get away from what you said, but did you see just Justin Verlander go off on Rob Manfred last night? Oh yeah, night? the juice balls. No, what talking about the so you know the thing has been the pitchers are not happy about the, the juice the home baseballs. run numbers yeah. and the power numbers this year are okay. just crazy. Out of control. Because they juice the balls because they want more home runs. So <laughs> Justin Verlander, yeah. he was – Justin Verlander is the starting pitcher for uh, the Houston Astros. Uh, he didn't man. hold anything. Oh, uh, he was tight, brother. He was extremely tight. He said Major League Baseball owns Rawlings. He said when Rob Manfred first became president of the league, mm-hmm. the first thing he said was we need more offense. Yeah, and there it is. There's the tie. Yeah, you know I mean, as far as generational stuff goes, you got to rope in a whole new audience because I'm 30 now. You feel yeah. me? The, the, yeah. the, the, the fan that watched Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, right. King Griffey. Right. But that's the but that's the point. I mean, I kind of see where he's coming from because that saved the league. It did. You know what I'm saying? In the, the late 90s, like the steroid era. The steroid era saved baseball. It did straight up. And so I think he's right. As much as I love seeing somebody, you know, I love like a, a somebody robbing somebody at the wall or mm-hmm. something like that. But chicks dig the long ball, chicks man. Chicks dig the long ball, man. And Joe Madden always talks about, you know, the game, you know, situational hitting and stuff like that. But it's like it's either a home run or a strikeout now. Oh, yeah, no more small ball. And that's cool for home run derby and stuff like that. But Verlander was so tight. He's like, who the f- who does he think he's talking to, man? He come on, we're not stupid. And then John Lester, we asked John Lester a few times this year, and he gets tired of talking about it. He's like, at the end of the day, we all throw the same ball, whether it's juiced or not. So, But I wish I wish they would just not lie to us, just tell yeah. us the truth, and then we can move on For with sure. it. But yeah, man. No, you, you you know, as far as the home runs this year, I actually love it. Some of the, uh, the numbers this year have been crazy. We saw 13 home runs in one game. Uh, but you look at, you know, the excitement of the game. I definitely think that it's you know baseball as far as the product is one of the best products we've seen in a long time. No it, doubt, so many good teams in the league. Um, I know the AL kind of drops off a little bit, but even those guys are beating up on each other and mm-hmm. basically moving in the right direction right now. So yeah, you got to be happy uh, with where baseball is right now, especially if you're in Chicago. Oh yeah, cross town yeah. series, yeah. cross town. Just both got teams. That got was three. the mo- that was the best cross town I think I've ever uh, seen. Without question, since, since, since they started, I think I've seen so, them all, and I'm just like that was the best one from the actual games to the atmosphere yeah. in the parks. Both of them, you know, were some of the best atmospheres that I've seen in a while. I thought that the the cross town classic at Wrigley was some of the craziest atmosphere at Wrigley since the World Series. Right, you know. It was that kind of atmosphere, packed. Then you go to the south side, and it was it was tense. Cause it's a different it's a different world over there. Oh, it was tense, bro. I'm telling you. <laughs> well, nah, the video came out. Yeah, the was whole the house, yeah. Them girls was going at it, boy. Oh, you, you saw the video? All the players on the field saw the video too. Yeah. In between pitches, you saw the whole Cubs yeah. infield looking down the line, like, like man, damn, what's cracking really? over there? And I think it was very interesting to point out that. Um, 
Let them know. The um, participants were. Oh, of course, those thugs. Those and Cubby Blue. We 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 just want to be clear that the people who instigated the event and the ones who can be clearly seen on camera are a type of people who aren't usually thought of when yeah. you think about thugs. stadium violence. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But they was getting it cracking. That that's one of the best <laughs> fights. I mean, we got look, we got a baseball game and a UFC fight and a Royal Rumble. It was beautiful. They said them chicks was down at um, chug a lug and a gallon of Bacardi Limon. You know uh, what? It's, and it's, the bar, the bar is actually right behind that section, so I'm sure they may have strategically got those seats right there. You know what that play is? That's the somebody's brother, cousin, or boyfriend works there, and was sliding them drinks. Oh yeah, and it escalated from there. Also, <laughs> um, if you've ever drank a lot of Bacardi Limon, like I have. <laughs> I would like to take this moment to let you know that that is not a good strategy for the youth that might be listening to this podcast. Don't do that. Yeah, just, just don't. Just don't. Go just ahead don't. and bite the bullet. Get the Patron. Get you know these Red Goose. Go in. Look, we, everybody chipped in on a bottle back in our day. That bottle may not have been that expensive, but we chipped in. So maybe, you know what I'm saying? Had five on it. Look, they made a song about it <laughs> for a reason. How about just drink the Bud Light and get it over with? The I drink, Lamont, the I Lamont. drink Bud Heavy when I'm at the cell. That's How a, many can you drink? Like, what kind of day is it? Like, it's a hot day. Like right. a hot day, probably not. Like, a, like probably like four. On a on a very if it's like cold outside, I got you for six. <laughs> gotta wow. stay warm. It also depends on if the team is winning or not. Because if they're losing, then I drink right, more. Then you gotta drink. Oh, you yeah. have you to drink more. Okay. Yeah, they're winning. You don't want to miss the game. So you're like, ah, four is cool. But it's <laughs> but before I continue, also, please drink responsibly. Please. Um. But to that point, I think it's also that you talked about the tension. I don't think enough people talk about the atmosphere at both baseball stadiums because it's so funny because you live here, you grow up going to them, you know exactly what you're getting at both. But I think people who come from out of town are always surprised about the cell. <laughs> they think it's going to be, I don't know, like Blade or some shit. They think it's going to be like motherfucking Mad Max Fury Road or something. They got to be ready. When and then they show up and it's just diverse families all just like looking and drinking and hanging out. 1,000%. And I think it's always funny because then I will say without a doubt that the most violence I've seen, and we talking about violence per park, is, is Wrigley without a oh, doubt. Oh, no doubt. Without oh, yeah. a doubt. I once saw a dude get thrown into a urinal at Wrigley Field. One of the trials back when they had the tri- my and man. that's because you know that's the bro, they the put, marathon you're in the way it's just no yeah, breaks. Yeah, oh the, man, bro, they put that, that man, man with the choke slam. He hit him with the, the the well. It's the big show. He came with him. He took this dude, threw him, and I was like, oh my! And last ride. In oh the my god! Look. <laughs> Hopefully that was no. Oh, it part. was. Ain't no doubt about oh. it. Oh yeah, that, that oh. thing was. Oh no, it was gross. Whoop. He was he was covered. It was just. Oh. Like, yeah, ain't no and doubt about that. His day was ruined. You could tell. He like that's the kind of thing like. You know, you used to fight in school yeah. in front of everybody. You yeah. take the loss and you just can't walk it off ever. And like, you know, everybody remembers, but you just never talk about it again. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he was on. Because he got up, he picked up his head off the ground. And I'm talking, everybody was just like, nobody was nobody was moving. Two everybody years was, later, somebody's going to say, John, remember that time you got slammed into the urine at Wrigley? Hey, man. We, people don't forget. To, <laughs> urine, man. <laughs> urine. We're going to the Cubs game. Uh, you feeling a little pissed off, my yeah, man? Right. <laughs> just, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's definitely in his future. Man, Sorry, that's guy. Disgusting, yeah. bro. Sorry, Shout guy. out to you, that guy. You made uh, the podcast today, so yeah, look. that was disgusting, man. <laughs> look, it was one of the grossest things I've ever seen in my life. But no, nah, shout out to the uh, Crosstown series, man. It was a definitely a great two games. Definitely gave the people what they wanted, gave us what we wanted. Yeah. And you, like I was telling you, T, uh-huh. 
we all we talk about the Sox and 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 what the whole demo for the year was, and it's not really about the wins and losses, even though they are still under five hundred. But you would have expected them to be a little have not as many wins. But I'm impressed, man. Like I was telling you, the 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 prospects you guys have now with Eloy and and Johan and, and Tim and all of those guys, guys are seriously guys. panning out. But the guys that are coming in after those guys. It's Man, more where it came from. The contention is coming, bro. Like again, I'm not a sh- I'm not one of those. It seems like you have to either be, yeah, and I'm you, Cubs you over the Sox. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's Chicago over nothing, man. And I'm I'm really really impressed at the team, man. Yeah. Like then and people thought the the Sox were just gonna roll over and die, and it's like, nah, man. It's a different it's a different uh, oh, aura yeah. going on over oh, there. Oh yeah, man. it's definitely a, a change in the guard as far as. You know, just what's going on in the South Side. We've talked about it before. But, man, you know what it made me feel like? It made me feel like I need more Cubs versus White Sox. Wow. Yeah, you know I mean? I wish it was the six, yeah. the six instead of the four. Yeah. On the real. Like yeah. it used to be. Also, I like that it was the last game before the All-Star break. True. But I would love if the last game of the All-Star break and the first game back on a cross town. Yeah. Because think about it. That's the uh, For me, it's like that's the most time that people pay attention. I feel like the home run derby, you might catch it and go, okay, All-Star, whatever. It's the halfway through the season. Come back in with a game that's going to you know, not be a walk in the park, but something that could you know, keep people's interest because the second half is a long half. It is, bro. Oh, it's, it's the real grind, and I, I think both managers said that um, – during the last game of the, you know, the Crosstown Classic, is that on the other end of this? I hope my guys get some rest because the grind actually it starts, starts right now. Yeah, it starts Friday, man. So, Gene, you know, I'm sure Cubs fans want to know: Do you think the Cubs are going to make it to the end of this season in one piece? Because from the outside, you know, looking from the outside in, I'm sure people think that, you know, all hell is breaking loose on the north side. You wouldn't even know that these guys are sitting at the top of their division, right? Uh, Joe Madden looks like his seat is getting hotter. Right. Some of the young guys that were World Series heroes just haven't looked as good, you know, since then. So it's starting to feel like the Cubs are moving towards making some big changes, man. And I think that would actually that would be crazy to me, considering just two years ago they were World Series champions with one of the youngest rosters around, and these guys still had you know their careers in front of them and time to even get even better. Right. We haven't really seen that on a bunch of levels. So what do you what you think about this season in the second half and what are these guys gonna have to do to, to put it together to stay stay intact? Well, it sounds cliche, but like Kyle Hendricks said when we talked to Kyle the other day, man, guys just gotta get back to playing Cubs baseball, man. It's it's tough. It's tough. It's baseball, man. It happens. But now you you know they've said that the last two years they have, but the last two years we could kind of give them an excuse. The year coming off the World Series is like okay, we're coming off the World Series. The year after that it's like okay, let's make an adjustment. Now with Theo, with that production over projection bit he gave us at the presser, he failed on that, getting Joe Madden the help that he needed, which whatever wherever it needed to be. Like we talked about, Tyler Chatwood, you Darvish have been failed free agent signings. Um, a couple guys haven't really panned out prospect-wise. You know, Kyle Schwarber, Al Jr. Um, all the of that, the all of that of, makes it sound like the uh, the world is, is, is ending over there. You just ran down about five problems. The signing of Daniel Descalzo, Addison Russell coming back. It's a lot going on over there, but... Like you, you still said, be sitting in first place with all you, of that going on. There you go. That's the that's the bottom line, though. You're still in first place, and you got to thank the baseball guys for now. 
Yeah, so, yeah, guys, you know, the, the Cuz fan base, I've been, you know it's bad when I'm getting text messages, okay, about what the hell is going on with the Cubs and Joe Madden needs to go and all this crazy stuff. And just as a guy who who is a fan of a team that has Rick Ritteria, respect to him, okay, but you guys better be happy with Joe Madden. He is a, a, a fan base's dream, and I'm sure I speak for a lot of fan bases in MLB where I say I wish we had him. Hey, I'm going to co-sign that too. Hey, Theo. It's coming from your boy, man. Don't do it, bro. Don't fire my boy Joe, man. I'm telling you now. You better extend my boy because if you guys know anything, and we can, you know, we can leave it after this, but most front office and manager relationships, that's how they are. They really don't see eye to eye most Classic. of the time. Those Classic, guys yeah. want to kind of micromanage what's going on. It's like the coach is usually like, man, ain't that what you hired me for, man? You stay up there and you're sweet. And let me do this groundwork, man. And I, and this has been the best five years of my Cubs life, man. I I'm I ain't telling you the year I was born, but I've been around, <laughs> bro. I've been around. And this is it, man. So Theo, I'ma say it one more time, bro. I love you. But don't do it, man. Don't make me turn on you, Theo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think that's a, you know, a lot of the fan bases um emotions or feelings towards the situation. So hey, there it is right there, plain and simple. Hey. Come on, man. Keep the guys intact, man. Don't go ahead and chop off the head. All right, so Gino, man. It's personally my favorite time of the year. NBA free agency, man. Basketball never ends in the free agency time since LeBron made his decision. Uh, you know, to go to Miami free agency has been absolutely lit, turned up, crazy. Superstars changing teams every summer, and it's been no different this year. Kawhi, uh, D'Angelo Russell, Kyrie. Katie, Kemba, Kemba, you know, a lot of guys that we are used to seeing in one place ain't there no more. So who should we start with, man? We got Katie leaving the Golden State Warriors. He became really a, uh, a, a GOAT in Golden State, uh, NBA Finals, MVPs, NBA Championships. He was able to do that in Golden State. That's in the books now. All right. He's going to be writing a new chapter in Brooklyn while he heals his Achilles. Brooklyn, you know, shout out to Biggie. He's going to be holding it down while Katie <laughs> is getting ready. Well, we called that, man. We called Katie up out of Golden State. <clears throat> the legacy, man, he, he, he left there with it. Two, three years, two titles, two finals MVPs. What more did y'all want from KD, man? It's all about more. Give me more. Oh man, you got to keep it moving, man. He wanted to hoop with his homies since you said, like you said, LeBron kind of set a new standard for these guys. And it's like, hey, man, pick who you want to hoop with. I, I really think that that's the, the underlying coldest thing about NBA free agency, man, is the fact that the, the players had this power. You know, fans are used to the owners, you know, calling the shots and everything and to right. watch the players take their, their careers into their own hands. I love it. You know, uh, Kawhi, the way he, you know, really changed the game. You couldn't get an accurate leak on what was going on with Kawhi. Finesse, man. Shout out to Jerry West for being a G, making sure everything was kept tight. Come on, Gino. You know what? You you know you just made me think of guard packs. I don't know why you're thinking of guard packs. Because I I wish they were under the Jerry West Act. Because I admire Jerry West for what he was just able to do uh, in bringing not only Kawhi over there, but Paul George. Saying that these draft picks ain't gonna do me no good over the next four years. I need 
another star to, to team up with Kawhi. He went on to pull the trigger. What is Gar Foreman famous for? Scouting draft picks. What is John Paxson famous for? The shot. What is Jerry West famous <laughs> the for? The logo. So Mr. Logo. So, hey, man, let's not talk about Gar Pax, bro. You know what? I'm in on that one. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so, so E, man, go ahead and run down some of the uh, – Musical chairs that, right. that happened. So to start, um, obviously the biggest one, Kawhi uh, leaving Toronto, going to the Los Angeles Clippers, uh, four years, one hundred and forty-two million. Uh, KD obviously going to Brooklyn for four years, one sixty-four. Kyrie joining him in Brooklyn for uh, four years, one forty-one. Uh, Kemba is now a Boston Celtic. Uh, Clay stayed where he was. Porzingis stayed where he was. Jimmy buckets left uh, Philadelphia and was traded to the Heat. The that G. was a surprise. I was very surprised about that. Yeah. Why? Because, yeah, go ahead. I, I thought he wanted to go to a situation where, you know, he was one of those big three type players. Man, you know right? Jimmy be woofing, man. Jimmy always wanted to oh, be the man. he's been woofing hard for the last couple years. Talking yeah. about, I want to go somewhere and win. It's like, no, you don't. You want to go somewhere where you can have your own squad and just do you. Man. And actually live your life. Miami is going to be the perfect yeah, place. Let's, yeah, let's not forget, Miami's kind of a great place to go if you have a bunch of money. Miami uh, life. <laughs> Uh, D'Angelo Russell went to the Warriors for a deal. Um, Malcolm Brogdon left. The, now we t- I know some okay. people talk about him going to the uh, the Bulls, but he ended up at the Pacers. Uh, JJ Redick went to the Pelicans. Boogie is a Laker as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. So now they have AD, Boogie, and LeBron James, and I don't know who else. Coos. Um, they still got Coos oh, over Kuz, there. Oh, yes. Okay. Al Horford went to the Sixers. Um, Julius Randle went to the Knicks. Um DeAndre Jordan, in the quickest uh, transfer of all time, left the Knicks and went to the Nets. Around the corner. So literally, he just probably just got like an Uber. Um, <laughs> the more st- Pat Bev stayed where he was, which is looking smarter every day yeah. um, <laughs> with the yeah. Clippers. Uh, the Bulls, Daddy's Young from the Pacers, three years, $41 million. <laughs> um, Terry, scary Terry Rozier uh, is now Charlotte Hornet. He gonna, it seems like he'll – Fulfill Kemba's spot of the point there. Come up with a guaranteed contract. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, I mean, kind of falls. I mean, Danny Green is a Laker. Congratulations to Danny Green. D, million, D Rose. Yeah. D Rose is now Detroit Piston. Two c- years, c- 15 million. Come on, BJ. Saw a lot of fire BJ talk. Mm. This Now, this one actually I think is a sleeper, but I'm obviously biased. Bari going from the Wizards to the Hawks. Why is that I a agree. sleeper? I think that that is the, bur- the perfect system for Jabari Parker. That, that young, I think, exciting. I think him and John play. Collins oh, have yeah. some of the similar kind of tactics in terms of like how they play, how they play defense. If they play defense, well, I think John <laughs> Collins is better at defense. Yeah. If, but I think scoring wise, like that might light up Jabari. He might mess around and if he stays healthy. I hope. So. I hope so. Um, oh, the Bulls again. Um, they got Thomas Santaratsky from the Washington Wizards. That was that game where y'all remember that one where he carved up the Bulls for like oh, yeah. thirty, bamming on us and everything. Yes, it was Definitely. very disrespectful. Robin Lopez left the Bulls and is joining his brother in Milwaukee. So mm-hmm. the Lopez brothers are twins. I don't know if they're twins. Thank you, Robin. They are. <laughs> Shout out to them. Um, the Morris twins split up. Uh, there's a. I mean, from there, Taj Gibson joining the Knicks yeah, back to home. New York. Back oh, to yeah. New York. Shout out to him. I mean, from there, it's kind of. There's still a couple of folks who are still out, but I mean, like from there, kind of like Austin Rivers and that level of mm-hmm. yeah, it's all, mm-hmm. nobody stayed. Yeah. You know, everybody left. A lot of people left. Uh, D'Angelo Russell had to find a new home because Kyrie was coming. Yeah, but know? he's in the Warriors, so I mean, yeah, him and yeah, his stuff that and, could be and that's interesting right there because you yeah. know the injuries. Clay is gonna be gone mm-hmm. all year, so it's like 
D-Lo can do his thing. Yeah, they really too. have to take a They'll back seat. Too. Right. They, they were able to keep Looney. You know, yeah, they, they did trade Iggy. They did trade Iggy. But you know, Iggy was was had a lot to say after that finals. Oh, no, you knew it. He knew it was curtains. Yeah, he, he was digging deep into the uh, the Warriors bag, of, you know, closet of skeletons. So, yeah, he an knew interesting it was thing that I saw with some of the Warriors free agents is that the owner came out and like was from Rip being like, "We're retiring Kevin Durant's number. We're retiring Iggy's number." Like, I think it's kind of a new era where like yeah a player can come like a kd for like four years or something like that and be so transcendent that they retire your number i thought that was something where it's like you know back in the day like oh you played 15 years right. for the same team oh, yeah. right even if you didn't win yeah. anything it was the loyalty yeah, factor like, to U- it i call it like the udonis haslam rule true oh, yeah. right like where it's like he deserves his like just in general because he's kind of like identified with the Miami exactly Heat. definitely did, you, did y'all the heat. Did, like, y'all, did y'all see you Donis Haslam say he could come back and average a double double this year hey in the big three exactly you gotta wow. be you gotta Although clarify I, I watched the big three the other day I was very impressed yeah. big three Joe is Johnson. cracking Joe oh, Johnson yeah. I was like Joe Johnson Joe Johnson should still be getting a check from the NBA if somebody's smart they're gonna you know they'll give him a chance but Amari as well it's Amari a few players that look very good. Will the thrill? Will he was on the what's it called? It was Will him. may be in him the best and, shape. Him and uh, Josh Smith now. Josh Smith, that's yep. what it was. I couldn't think of the other. Will is going Atlanta. crazy out there. Will Will he has the move of the year with the fake Sham Hezzy that he sent dude through the ringer with. That was oh, yeah. too ill. That, that you go check the replay. The the regular speed one and the slow motion one. The slow motion one is going to keep you watching it for another. I watched twenty that. minutes. I watched it. Yeah. Probably on repeat twelve times. I was like, "This is the most disrespectful." Because I watched it live, and you couldn't really tell. And you gotta like, see oh. what he did. It's like yeah. he kept his right hand over the ball, fake like he was going left. Fake, sham got fake sham, sham has he? and brought it back to the same size. Like ooh, and, 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 and filleted him, and it was bad. Like yeah, it was it w- bad. It was. Speaking of that, Floyd, his ankles got left. Oh, uh, what was the, who? The, who was that that gave Floyd bone the, collector? Oh, that was Bone Collector? Yeah. Oh, man, come on, yeah. Floyd. Who is the Bone Collector? The, the guys from Air One? The, the new hot sauce. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm OG. I mean, Monday no, Bone Barrett. Collector, was he was around with all them guys. I don't remember that. Yeah, I remember but, Hot Sauce. I remember Spider-Man. I remember, what was it, uh, the professor, of the course. The professor, the, the white kid. Who's the big dude? Escalade. 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 That's, Mark, that's Mark Jackson's brother. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bro, he was so cold. Yeah. Okay. Ali Mo, Skip. Ali Mo. I'm from Skip. that era. Oof. Yeah. Skip. Skip. Oof. Yeah, yeah. But Floyd. You know, but back to free agency. Yeah, so I think the Warriors did a good job, man. I think the, um, for a team that's going to be looking to stay, you know, in that top part of the West, I think they did a good job uh, finding, finding some people that's going to, you know, get fulfill some of their, you know, needs or how they usually play. I think D'Angelo Russell, that's a perfect spot for him to still be able to do him because they're going to need all the offense. Losing Iggy, losing Clay yeah, for a little minute. They brought over Willie Carly Losing Stein. KD. Lo- oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they did get Willie Carly Stein. Yeah. That's good. That's good for him. We were talking about him. Yeah. Go- that's perfect for him. Now he can do more of what he's good at. He, it's a, b- a lot of rolling to the rim and playing defense. Mm-hmm. Pick and roll, alley oh, yeah. and defense. The story that. The story there is going to always be the same, though, as far as this upcoming season is. Can Steph be the number one option, basically, on offense to to carry them throughout the season? He's got to be. He's got to be. Hey, we'll see. Okay, so since all of those deals have come place, you know, taken place over the past couple of days, there's been a couple of updates. Uh, speaking of Amari Stoudemire, he and Monte Ellis, Monte, hell yeah, brought Ooh. out twelve teams 
they did a workout in Vegas because summer league is there right now. And Cooked did, and look, <laughs> Cooked. Like, the look, but the teams that that went to the actual tryout. <laughs> Cooked Lakers, Warriors, Knicks among the twelve teams. Lakers, Warriors. You can't see Monte look, on the X Monte. on the Knicks, bro. Monte. Look, I want him to go back to the Warriors. That'd be crazy. Yeah, come on, a homecoming. That would be crazy. Let him get some tick after after Steph. Cooked. <laughs> you saying it's a wrap for Monte? It's over. Shout out to Amari though. Shout out to Amari, who's Amari, played everywhere. Amari is my man, Joe, under the Hebrew Israelite oh, act. Oh, I, I, I love Amari, but cooked. I'm also trying to see who's gonna sign Shump, man, from the crib. Oh, Shump's still out there. Yeah, okay. Shump will find a home. Yeah, Shump Shump got a ship, don't he? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, um, Shump will find a home. Now here's an interesting subplot uh, with the move of Paul George to the Clippers. Mm. The mm. Oklahoma City Thunder are now. Open to trade talks for Russell Westbrook. So, in y'all's opinion, what is the where's the best place for Russell Westbrook to end up if he gets traded? <laughs> I mean, okay, because look, we're talking about the Bulls. Um, I saw the, the the idealized trade I've seen is two firsts, Levine, Dunn, and Felicio for Russell Westbrook. Where where do I press the button? Where's that red button? Because I will do it for you, Bulls fans. I'm not 100% sold that you know what you want. I will be the one to push the button and send those guys to Oklahoma City for Russell Westbrook because it's time to stop playing, okay? If if a superstar is available, we have no reason not to go and get him. Now, I do agree with you on that. It's like Bulls fans complain about guard packs not going after any superstars, even though the superstar has to want to come here as far as a free agent is concerned, but a trade, I feel you on that. You know how I feel about Zach. Zach is a very good player, but I think Zach could, should be on the trade lines. I think he should be up and available at any time. So with that being said, I agree, man. You definitely will have to push the button on that trade if it was uh, if it was any any inklings of that being true. Now, oh. I've heard the, the argument against it, the type of player that Russell Westbrook is. Um He's 31 and relies on his athletic ability and is going to fade at some point. Father Time is undefeated. Right. I take those problems over the problems we have now. Wow. We'll deal with that. I, I don't see any difference than this than the Wade, the Wade deal a couple years ago. It's a situation where you're keeping the fan base at least somewhat invested because I think I'm I'm a I'm just a I'm a Bulls fan straight up. So I was going to go to the games, whatever. Like I just I love the team. Right. But having somebody of that level, still somebody who could, I mean theoretically come out here and give you a triple-double every game, having that, I think, is a better marketing opportunity True. than anything we currently have. Agree 100%, brother. So what do you think is the, the argument against it? Is it just the fact that so we, then, we ain't used to that here? We, you know, well, what do you do? Do you build around Russell Westbrook? You build a team with Russ with Russell Westbrook. Yeah, have you seen you seen the teams built with Russell Westbrook the last ten years, right? I mean, that's see, that's that's weird though, because those are also Harden Durant. Like that like he had great teams around him, but the problem is he needs to be number one. And so when you create a situation, at least from what I've seen, you can't create a situation where he is the second or third option because it just doesn't work. Like, because remember, Paul George went crazy last year. Right. And everybody, it was still Russ's team, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody thinks for a second that he was the guy. I think in Chicago, he can be the guy. Yeah, no choice. And, but the thing is, he also, 
I think will allow I think he could create because if you notice there's a lot of young guys who really like Alan Roberson and like people like that who or not oh, Anthony, Roberson. Anthony Roberson mm-hmm. my bad but people like that who aren't necessarily names that you would think of on the Thunder who were getting minutes and getting points and I think some of that was the effect of having Russ as kind of the deterrent so now you going crazy so like maybe a marketing or a Carter or I, I would rather them trade Otto Porter than to trade yeah. Zach Levine but he would have weapons that he could dish off to when he's getting doubled up. You know what I'm saying? And those we already know they can hit those threes and stretch the, the court a little bit. I almost feel like Russ is getting the the bad end of the stick as far as everything that's go that's gone on in OKC. You know, they were in the finals win, KD and James Harden and Ibaka on the team. Sam Presti trades James Harden away. Don't we haven't even mentioned the coaches and the systems that he's played for. That have basically, um, and we've heard from our guys in the industry, coddled him and, and made empowered basically him to be that way, you know, and, and play the way that he plays. Now, in this offseason, the way they went out, is it fair to say that he did some soul searching? You know, in this offseason, it's like, look, maybe I gotta change something up. You know, maybe I gotta, you know, be smarter out there, whatever, you know, whatever. You know, he has to do to improve. But I think coming to uh, a city like Chicago that I think if, you know, everybody's complaining about if they could, you know, embrace him, oh, the city would go crazy if Westbrook was hit his first triple down. I agree. I lose my mind. First time he, he does one of his patented dunks, it's over with. I'm buying I mean? a jersey. If the second they announced it, I'm buying a jersey. No questions asked. <laughs> the jersey's getting copped. That is the effect of a superstar. Yeah. That is what happens when you get a guy of that caliber on your team. I'm, I you know I'm like I, Kobe White. Have you seen Summer League? And he had 25 last Carter, night. I Ooh. had to tell my guys campaign had 30. Come on, Whew, campaign had 32, and people were going crazy. I'm like, boy, campaign was a lottery pick, and he did three years in the league. He's supposed to have 32 like in summer league. Yeah. You know what I thought of when I saw Kobe White? And shout out to my boy Kobe White. But I said, hmm, oh, yo boy. we could trade him for Russell Westbrook. Oh, your boy Kobe White, huh? <laughs> hey, hey, he, he's wearing, he got it on his chest. This is where we are, though, okay? Man. Oh, Westbrook, huh? Yeah, you know, I want to know what you think. Because I, I, I know you respect the boy Westbrook, but I know that he has a style of game that you know you know, is only can get you so far. But this is even outside of me. I just feel like like Ernest was talking about the marketing side. Bulls don't really need that. They don't care about that. They got twenty three thousand coming in that venue every night for Laurie Marketing and Wendell Carter, bro. They don't need the marketing, so don't. That's not gonna entice the Bulls to make a move. I think it would. Y'all have mentioned in previous episodes how the Bulls aren't necessarily a destination for top flight agency right but if you trade it that's different right but then again russ has a filler so he says well man i want to go here 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 and here mm-hmm. uh, did he say he wanted to chicago was one of his destinations he or do we know we don't know anything basically the rumor right now is it might be miami you, i saw houston in miami Houston and miami right. two biggest front runners but the bulls are in the, the mix if i'm russ you got to send me somewhere where i got some help i'm trying to play for a ship man well if you're in the east you know, and here's the I other mean, thing. It's a green light. Yeah, Russ could be feeling like maybe I ain't gotta change anything if I'm in the East. Go I to Bill Walker. Crazy. Play play with Giannis. 
where like you said, where he would be the number two option. Mm. I mean, you can be one and one. Why can't you be one and one? The second Westbrook takes a three that the fan base didn't think he should take. Right. Now you got all the problems yeah. in the world. What do you? When does he grow though? When do you grow and just realize it ain't about being the number one option? It's Bro, about he, he's thirty one years old, so when his like legs don't work. That's anymore. what I'm saying. Period. When, when, when his body gives out on him, because I oh, think that's well. that's the. Well, I mean, that's the biggest. That's the biggest indicator. That's when Brian learned to pass. That's when everybody learns to like get better at defense, right? Or you know, facilitate the you know distribution of the ball more, right? So I think to that point. Age, <laughs> like yeah. age is when it changes. So you would like I don't want him to get hurt, but I think it's one of those things where it's like you got to be realistic, bro. You you're 31, you might need to go get with somebody who's a little younger. Like I the agree. Bucks would make sense. I agree. And and get something going. Take the load off yourself. That's what I'm a saying. Bit, and man. that's why I would love to see Zach. You know, in, in the event that it is a trade, I would like to see Zach stay. Oh, you got to oh, go yeah. though. But see now, he got to go. But I ain't taking Otto. I'm not taking Otto Porter, man. And we get, fill it with draft picks. Unprotected. You be a fool. Whoever that is on the other side would be a foolioski to take that. Westbrook got a three year contract. I got three unprotected first rounds for you. Twenty, twenty one. I'm 22. keeping Zach and Larry though. And you can Ooh, have Porter Kobe Felicio. White. Yeah. Probably Dunn. Dunn is still here. Get rid of Dunn. Yeah, hey, Dunn Dunn bags is probably packed. Chris D O Chris Dunn, D O N. Yeah, them bags is by the door. Mm. You know, so yeah. and then it, from Oklahoma's side, if if I'm talking about giving you Draft picks, then give that's me the what Bulls you need. picks. Yeah, that's what you because they're definitely gonna be. Yeah, yeah they, they need. Well, also I have a theory about Oklahoma City. Let me let me start with a disclaimer that this this opinion represents the views of Ernest Wilkins only. I believe that the Oklahoma City Thunder are cursed in the way that they left Seattle. Mm. If you notice, they ain't never done nothing since, and mm. they've had a lot of what ifs and a lot of huh. The mm. team is cursed, and they they will not be successful as an organization until, until they do they the go, right thing and go, go back to back. Seattle. I like that. Ernest. Period. I like that. Oh, I'm 100 percent with that. Look, crazy things have happened. Look, three, up three one versus Golden State. Look, dagger. Mm. K- then KD gone. Gone. James Harden MVP Houston. Mm. You know now Westbrook is like the lone guy sitting there like like Will Smith in the finale for Fresh Prince looking around like I'm the last one standing. Huh? PG uh-huh. said, "Hey man, hey Presty." Now that was crazy because I woke up at like four. Looked at the group text and I'm okay, Kawhi to the Clippers. Then they like Paul George. I'm like, how how did they get Paul George? Hey man, trade me, bro. I want my homie said he wanted me to get down with him. He's trying to go back to the crib too. Right. Yo, how old is Jerry West? Jerry West. Jerry West is 81 all. years old. Wow. I know he's had his hand in a bunch of stuff. You know, this, you know, as far as an executive, he's done this before. But GMs that have been sitting on their butt, sitting on their hands should be ashamed of themselves for the way that the Clippers came up and got Kawhi because it just it wasn't something overnight. They were sending people to, to Toronto to watch Kawhi when they didn't play. Right. But that just also shows you what a great front office Yeah, is a savvy about. front office, and a creator front office. A guy like Lawrence Frank to lead the charge. Jerry West was like spearheading it, but Lawrence Frank was doing the groundwork. Lawrence Frank was doing the convincing. They went over to Doc's crib. Mm-hmm. And Doc got to kick it. You know, Doc is one of the realists, so Kawhi probably sat down with Doc and got to hit a reel. And he's like, look, man, we got Balmer. They got all the money in the world. Whatever you need, he Ain't got an issue, but the 15th richest person in the world. Come on. You see me. And loves basketball. Loves basketball. This guy will jump out his The passion seat. is there. He shows up. I mean, like, yeah. what other owners do you know that, like, other than Cuban, that yeah, are, like, active, 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 too, though? Nah. 
Yeah, yeah. Now, I think the front office was the main part of Ka- Kawhi saying, you know what, long as y'all can get me PG, it's a done deal. Well, you bro. know, they actually revealed that he tried to recruit Kevin Durant. And Kyrie. And Kyrie. And Kevin Durant said like he was actually very flattered that he got the, the pitch from Kawhi. But then the other thing that I thought was funny is, how if you're the Lakers, how dumb do you feel? Letting Magic move around like that because I think one Jerry West was w- wanted to be an advisor for your team, mind right, you. Right. And y'all y'all shot him in the door. He went across the street, got it popping. So that's that's strike one. Strike two is Kawhi said he wanted to meet with Magic. He Magic don't even work there. Right. It's like you show up to my job. Hey man, the dude who used to work here, can I talk to him? And and said that I don't want Rob, you know, I don't want him in the meeting. That's yeah. strike three. Rob Palenka just yeah. being in the organization. Period. Yeah, not That's to mention three. 80s trade kicker that he gave yeah. up for opportunity to get Kawhi. He can't get that hey four man, mil can I back. Get that four back? Nope. Let me see. I'm I'm gonna check on it. Right. I, I, strike two. Strike no like, hey, LeBron on Larry G. I'm gonna need my four back. <laughs> Look around like he's serious, ain't he? Rich Paul talking to Taylor like, mm-hmm. hey man, who is Larry, man? They told me to ask you. They told me to ask you what that means. Well, Larry. Taylor like, where you from, Akron? He know what it is. He does. He should know who <laughs> look, Larry is. Look, if he from Akron, he I know, know it's it a is. few guys that Dayton? stacked them on Larry back oh, yeah. in look, LeBron's day. Look, Dayton, yeah. Akron, right. Cincinnati, right. they know what the business oh, yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, definitely some curious things going, going on uh, on the Lakers side of things. But, man, I, I love uh, the players' control, man. It's power to the player. Real talk. Shout out to Kawhi, who brought a championship to Toronto and told them, look, you know, I got traded here. You know, this this isn't necessarily where I want to be. Right. But he gave them his all. Oh, you got to respect that. Yeah, Nick, you know, Nick Nurse was definitely appreciative of That's what the finesse of the year. Yeah. Shout out to Nick Nurse because Nick Nurse, he looks like a star. And then you go, the next season, I feel like he's going to get exposed a little bit. Yeah, that team is – I mean, hopefully Pascal Siakam can – They got Hollis Jefferson too. Because what about that? Because from Brooklyn? Mm-hmm. Okay. Wasn't the report that – OKC wanted to send Paul George and Westbrook to yes. Toronto. And they didn't want to give up because Pascal is one of those guys, man. He's just one of those guys that you don't come across in the league that can just – he's 6'9", wiry. He does everything. He doesn't do anything particularly great, but he does everything well. Mm-hmm. And it was only his second season. Right. Yeah, but watch. He's, he's going to leave Toronto in a few years. Oh, that's cool. And I can see him like, actually you got – I can see it because if they – if let's say next season he pulls up and he's the bright spot on the team. 20 and 10. I can see him just that's, – that's that's your spot. You're the guy there. Max Brett. That's some, well. that's some Canada stuff. That's some Canadian stuff because I'm like, see, I can, like when we going to find a Paul George or a, or a Russell Westbrook? No, we won't see Yakum, man. The guy who came from the Cameroon who ain't got nothing to and lose. Don't forget who yeah. the GM is over there. Oh, yeah. You already know what that is. Yeah, it's an African connection over there. You got to respect go. it. I, I mean, that dude, you got to figure somebody going to pull up to Jerry with the bag. Somebody did. They need a super bag. They pulled up on him with the bag. Who's they didn't the pull Knicks? up the, the Wizards, I think. Oh, pfft, nah. Not the super bag. He nah. said, nah. Y'all, they, it's got to be the yeah. super bag. It was a nice bag. He can come to Chicago if he want to. Yeah. I'd be. Woo. Unfortunately, it's a few things. Y'all saying. Gotta happen. Y'all saying they laced my boy Dame with the super bag, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. You have Dame to. Dame deserves every single bit of it. I see a lot of people player hating on my boy Dame. And yeah, I'm a Dame homer, man. How but could I, you, though? Because they're saying he's loyal. Like, man, these owners ain't fault. loyal. It's like, hey, man, 
we all ain't built the same. Y'all don't know nothing about loyalty, man. I Boy, told dang, you. I tried to. Didn't we give them the science on Dame on, on a couple episodes ago, man? We tried to tell y'all that Dame felt like coming out of Weber State after his junior year, after he did, after he broke the foot, the bone in his foot, and he yep. thought he was cooked. Yeah. And he came back, averaged his, his numbers, and Portland took a chance on him, on him at number six. That's he felt loyal to that, like. Yeah. I'm going to show and prove, they're going to show and prove. And they showed and proved with the bag. they like, yeah, wait four or five years when he ain't got no ring and he going to want out like KG. And I'm like, see, y'all got to realize, first off, we talk about legacy a lot and the, like what we think about people's legacies. And at the end of the day, man, them guys don't care what you think about their legacy. At the, nah. Man, I got paid $200 million. That's my legacy, man. They are my, not the my ones. My grandkids are good. Man, that's brother, the legacy. I, that, they that, aren't the ones that are going to be sitting around moping about Brother, the, that know? burns my insides up when I hear people talk about, yeah, his legacy when he, well, if Allen Iverson would have won a championship at the end of the day, no. AI is a, a God body, ship or not. And then at the same time, don't sleep on Portland. You know, they were just in the Western Conference yep. Finals and the Come way on. that the league and shook down, if you sleep on Portland, they will bite we'll you in the ass. Up on you. Thank okay, you. so come on. Yeah, you know, man. you got to respect Dame for sticking to it because, honestly, that is the best situation for him. You Period. know what I mean? That team is built around him. Got the keys. The city is built around him. Not to mention how loyal he still is to his hometown over there in uh in Oakland. No doubt. You know what I mean? You know how real he keeps it. Portland, enjoy Dame. Don't listen to the haters. Fuck them. I mean, I, I feel you on that. It's it's also interesting because they got. I mean, they got players too. They got Hassan Whiteside. Period. Hassan right. Whiteside is now on on the Trailblazers. You still got CJ. You still got Dame. I mean, I think you add Whiteside. I think they also. I gotta see who else they added, but it's one of those things where don't they'll have Nurk coming back. Nurk yeah. will be back healthy. It's gonna be good yeah. for Whiteside to get out of Miami. Yeah, though. some renewed energy, man. Oh, yeah. You don't need because I don't think. See, when you go to Miami, man, if you don't know nothing about Pat Riley, he's just not going. Like, if you're not on the Pat Riley plan, then you ain't on no plan. Period. Hassan definitely, especially when he got the, got the paper. It was like, oh, I'm chilling, B. Oh, he got the paper. I saw uh, I saw him pull out in the Rafe mm. at, uh, last year for the big three. Oh, my. Yeah, and I'm like, Whiteside? Okay. Oh, oh, yeah, go to Portland, bro. Also, the, the Trailblazers did exactly what I feel like they should have did, which is shore up the bench. So you got Rodney Hood came back. They got Anthony Tolliver. They picked up Hazonia. Like, they oh, they, they did okay. for two years because their thought is, I mean, the window is open. It's open, bro. So if that's the situation, you know, you fill it up, you go from there. Hmm. No, I'm feeling damn on that one, man. Uh, said he reached out to Whiteside. He said CJ is his boy. You know, they talk all the time. It's like, look, man, we can do this, bro. You see what we just did just off the whim. Like, they wasn't really supposed to beat Denver. But it was like, look, man, it's a one-two combo. Let's make it happen. See how far we can push it. Eventually, they lost to the guys who ended up in the Western Conference. I mean, in the NBA Finals. But I think it was a great showing by those guys. And like y'all said, the sky's the limit. Portland showed my man's dame the bread. And uh, man, he got another album coming out. I heard some love oh. track. I heard some love track he was kicking with the auto tune yesterday. I'm <laughs> like, damn, you trying to go platinum or what you on, bro? Uh, it's, it's a summertime job, man. He getting busy behind the behind the mic right now. You uh, know, I ain't got no problem with it, man. As long as you get on that court and show and prove, you can do whatever you want, bro. So that right there, man, Gino, another one in the book. Shout out to our mess family who's been giving us this platform. Made it mess. They are rocking with the beers just like you guys. It's always a tip of the cap to my brothers at Mess. They hold it down for us, Gino. The red carpet is, man, it's, 
That treatment is like none other, man. Shout out to the brothers and everybody here working at Mess to make this thing possible for the brothers. Absolutely. All you other outlets out there wanting to partner with the Bigs know that we know what it's like to be treated good. Shout out to Mess. Again, man, it's the Bigs. And y'all know how we do, man. We we just keep it player around here, man. I wish more of y'all would keep it player out here, man. There's enough money out here for everybody. You ain't got to go around hating on the next man just because. And if you see somebody that you can put in position, man, don't be afraid, man. It's going to be a win for you at the end of the day, however you want to look at it. Just, uh, man, I'm look out you, for your people. I'm going to tell you like Kelly Price told me. Mm. With all this money that we can make, why, why do y'all play hate? Do you want to get money with us? Do you wanna? Come on, look. Okay, <laughs> gotta get. Yeah, a lot of it was a little Harlem shaking going Had on around home. here, man. But nah. yeah, man. Again, shout out to shout out to the Mess family. Shout out to my player partner T Tom. And man, catch us. You know it's All Star break right now, but we stay on the Grizzly grind, man. We got a lot of things coming up, so make sure y'all stay in tune with the brothers. And y'all know the hashtag, man. It's us. Peace out. Day one. Yes, sir, I like how that sound right there, man. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That's kind of inspirational. It's like everybody got to go. They're trying to reach your life. They're trying to live, man. We bumps in the road. You got to keep pushing forward. You know what I'm saying? If it don't kill you, it make you strong. Takes a special kind of mind to grind and work from the bottom and climb up the ladder of success in time. It doesn't matter what the test is, every step is another level till I step in as the next in line. No question, I'm considered one of the best. My whole life invested in holding mics and sketching rhymes. You guessed it, I'm on mine, still restless. Yes, even pressed up my records on my own dime. As many battles I blew breath in and open mics I blessed. I'll never be labeled an overnight success. Passing out CDs, doing shows for free, then jabbing both. To eat so that my soul could speak over these soulful beasts that's so cold to me like the breeze in the shower we be posted deep all the prices that i paid the sacrifices i made it'll all come to life one day one day someday Trying to get my record played at a radio station where they play hits for days. Having a conversation with this lady I'm facing. Why she making a statement made for me? She said, look, it's too many words in your hook. You need to work on your look. For what it's worth, I never took her words personal. But at first, I wasn't certain, though. If she knew my words are personal and not just verses and books. Until the curtain closes, this is my version of what I know. Learning in first person till I blow. And still I know how it feels to know I'm the deal. Did you still feel like a deal is just right or a deal just might still adds my appeal but they won't know i'm real till i touch my first million right i'ma chill till my bars is felt and play my hand with the cards i'm dealt and that's the plan till it's all itself Hey, 
Yo, it's damn near impossible to shop music without lots of loot to maneuver and make moves with. So I stay in tune with my pursuit. Fuck trying to recoup. I'm trying to juke and move units. The truth is I'm used to excuses dudes give like you can do what I do. Fool, they prove it. Walk in my shoes then. I'm used to goofy producers and cools that try to misuse you quick. Why you got it confused? If you think it's about groupie chicks and interviews in a mix, it ain't got gooey. But I truly got the tools to overcome obstacles, including this music biz. I'ma shine like jewels, unlike these Rubik's Cube, Cubit dudes with all this woo 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 when they spit. Mick Luda is the future, so get used to this. It's day one, not a crew, a click. It's a new beginning. 